welcome to the Beauty Business Babes podcast, the show that gives you an inside look at the world of beauty and the business behind it all. I'm your host, Kelly Callahan, beauty expert and entrepreneur, here to share my industry knowledge and bring you insightful conversations with other successful beauty business babes. Growing my small mobile spray tanning business from literally zero dollars, zero clients into a million dollar a year business was not easy. I didn't come from money and I had zero clue what I was doing when I first started almost a decade ago. Now my mission is to help women from all around the world gain financial independence so they too can create the life of their dreams. Because if I can do it, I know you can too, sis. So sit back, relax, and get ready to become the highest version of yourself right here on the Beauty Business Babes podcast. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. This is your girl, Kelly Callahan, and I have a very special guest today. Her name is Stevie Jackson. If you guys are a part of the Beauty Business Babes Facebook group, or if you're on Instagram, you may have seen her. She is like the Barbie doll, bright pink aesthetic for her business. And I just love the fact that we got to connect or we get to connect today because I don't know much about your story, but I do know that you've been in the industry for so long. I know that you've endured some struggles, but you keep on going and you are killing it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm so honored to be on your show. Thank you for asking. Yeah, of course. I would love to start this with just a quick introduction of who you are, what you're doing and all of that good stuff. Sure. Okay. So I'm Stevie. Um, I've been doing this for about nine years. I have bronze babes airbrush tans here in Frisco, Texas. So we're North Dallas. Um, so I mean, I just started little and grew over the last nine years and it's been a journey. It has not been easy at all. Um, personal life has been crazy. Business has been crazy, but it's like this business like holds me together. It is like my baby and I have zero regrets. Like this is the best thing I ever could have done. Um, and it's just, I, I still have like that end goal that I'm not even close to reaching, but then looking back, I see how far I've come. So, um, yeah, I just, I have imposter syndrome, like crazy. So it's just, it's hard for me to talk about myself. Like, Oh, I've done all these accomplishments when, you know, really I'm like, Oh, there's so much more I need to do. So, um, I feel like I have valuable like input to give people, um, but at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm still have my struggles just like everybody else. So for sure. I agree. And I think one of the best things is like just the tenacity, like your ability to ability to go overcome all of those struggles, because yeah. although like, you know, I've just seen your evolution just like over the last <laughs> couple of years and how much your personal life has changed, how much your business has changed. And it's really, really cool to see. And it's sometimes in those moments, you have to stop and be like, damn, like I did the damn thing. Like I yeah. now have like a hundred appointments in a week, like you shared <laughs> on your stories the other day, um, yeah. where, you know, in the beginning, it wasn't like that. It's probably like, oh my gosh, I hope to get one this week. So congratulations exactly. to you. <laughs> yes. I know. I look around, I'm like, what is even happening? Like, how does this how does this happen? It's just, it's just crazy, but it does take a lot of time and patience. And like I said, it's been nine years. So it's like, it's taken a while, you know, and it's taken a lot of learning lessons. And it's just a lot of baby steps, you know? 
Um, and I started mobile. I was in California. I was in Orange County. And that's when I did my first certification in 2014, started mobile um, and built a clientele up for about six months there. And then we decided to move to Texas. And so I had to leave and I was just getting started and I was really loving it because I had a passion for spray tans long before I started doing this. And then I was like, well, I'm going to make this a career because I love it so much. Then I moved to Texas and I knew nothing about Texas. I'm like, I hope they like spray tans here as much as they do in California. And oh my gosh, like I should have known. It was like the ladies here are all about their beauty services. So that was lucky. Um, and I was in McKinney, which is next door to Frisco. And back then when I moved here, there wasn't that many people here yet. And so I was one of, I think one of the few that did mobile services in the area. So I got my foot in the door, which was good. And, um, I was big in like the mom community. So I joined my church and was helping lead a group there. So I met a lot of ladies that way. And then, um, there were the Facebook mom groups, which are really huge here. And so it would just be, where can I get a spray tan? And then all these people would start commenting. And that's when I started getting tagged a lot. And I just, I would go from house to house, to house, to house, and, um, started building my clientele. It started spreading like wildfire. And, um, I had my first two sons, they were little Cole was in preschool and Brody was a toddler. And, um, so I would just kind of do it part time you know, then, and I was also a blogger. So I was doing like a mommy blogging gig on the side. And I was, I had my Instagram going for that. So I was like doing a whole other job in addition to spray tans. And I was juggling both for quite a while. And during that time, I learned a lot about Instagram because I was, you know, it was all about Instagram with the blogging world. So that's how I was able to grow that. So, um, doing that on the side kind of taught me a lot about social media. And then um, I got pregnant with Jace, my last son, um, in 2016. And that was when I decided I didn't want to be hauling all my mobile equipment into homes in 100-degree heat with my pregnant belly. Uh, it was just too much. At this point, I'm like 36 years old. I'm like, this is a lot. So I um, ended up like turning one of the rooms in my home into a spray room. I thought, okay, I'll do this temporarily. And I loved it. I loved having people come to me and my clients had no problem coming to me. So I did that for quite a while. And then um, after I had Jace, like I was literally spraying people until I gave birth and then <laughs> gave birth. Really I'm like <laughs> nursing my baby and running in to spray people back and forth. And then, um, so then I decided to start doing mobile again. So then I was juggling both. This was like when Jay started getting a little older and I was able to leave more and, you know, spend more time away from him. So was doing that. And then, um, I decided to kind of give up the vlogging. Cause I was like, okay, I'm doing too much. I can't be a mom to three kids, do this blogging gig and take all these pictures 24 seven and try to have all these posts for that social media, but then also do my spray tanning. So anyway, I decided to stop doing that. And right around that time, we moved to a different house um, in the same neighborhood. And that house didn't have like a room that I wanted to make a spray room. Mm -hmm. um, as most spray tan artists know, like you are going to destroy whatever room you do spray tans in. It's just so messy. So we decided to build me like a little salon in my garage. Mm -hmm. And this was before I got, you know, really, really busy. And it was perfect because I was at home. I stopped doing the mobile 
um, temporarily. I planned on hiring out for that eventually, but I hadn't done it yet. So we built like a little garage salon. It had air conditioning. We painted it, had carpet. It was really cute. A built-in like spray unit. So during that time, I had um, clients that started referring like high-end clients to me and people that were like little celebrities in the area. So I remember like the number one radio show host in the country who is here local. She's on the biggest radio show here. I, someone sent her to me and I'm like, she's coming to my garage. Like, this is crazy. So I am so nervous. She pulls up. She's the nicest ever. I'm like, I just sprayed Kelly raspberry. Like that was a huge deal for like Texas. Everyone knows who she is. So I told her, Hey, if you like your tan, I would love to just tan you as an influencer. Basically, if you ever just want to like shout me out on your Instagram. So that started happening. And then at the same time, I started getting Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders um, through connections. So these people are all coming to my garage and then they're sending, they're posting. So then people are coming from all over and I've got like car after car after car pulling in. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot. <laughs> Your neighbors are probably like, what kind of drug yes. situation is going on? I swear I told my neighbors, I'm like, I'm not a drug dealer. <laughs> oh my gosh. So funny. So it was convenient because I had my family obviously like inside. So in between clients, I could run in and like change a diaper or like do whatever I needed to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and my, my now ex-husband, he worked from home. So he was helping too. So it worked. Well then right during this time, I ended up having to have a surgery, um, had like a health issue. And so I was like, this is busy season. It was right during like June. And I'm like, I have to hire someone to take over for me and I'm going to be out for like two weeks. And so, um, I hired my first girl and I had to train someone for the first time and give someone all, you know, try to like I think I trained her for about a month leading up because I was like, I want her to like know exactly how to do everything. I was, I was paranoid, like giving my, all my tips to what someone and expecting them to do the exact same thing. It's just, I'm, I guess a little bit of a control freak when it comes to like my business. So, um, I trained her and that went great. She did a good job. And then I came back and when I came back to spring in the little salon, she just became my mobile technician. And so that worked really good for a while. Then it got to the point where I was like, all right, I've got to get a public spot. Like I can't do this from my home forever. And so I ended up getting a little tiny room in somebody else's salon. Well, the salon was a, like a bar studio, you know, like the bar exercise. Mm -hmm, yeah. um, and they had an extra room and there was one girl in there that did sugaring. And so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll rent it. It was literally a walk-in closet. And that was all I could afford at the time. I mean, I, I might've been able to afford more, but I, was scared. I didn't want to like sign a lease and like commit to that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start small. So I started doing that. And, um, at the same time I was doing tans from home cause I lived in McKinney, but worked in Frisco. So I'm going back and forth and I've got my McKinney clients and I've got my Frisco clients. So then I start, ha I hire on like two more girls and have them take clients in Frisco while I'm in McKinney while I couldn't be there. Um, so that was really good. Um, and then COVID hit about four months after I signed release. And thankfully my rent was really, really low. So it wasn't, it wasn't a situation where I couldn't keep my doors open. Um, because you know, obviously we had to shut down for a while and we didn't have to shut down too long here in Texas, which was nice. Um, 
So I, during that time to keep my doors open, I started dropping tanning mousse on people's doorsteps and just promoted the hell out of tanning mousse. And I, I never thought I would do that. Cause I'm like, well, I want people to spray tan. I don't want them to use a mousse, mm-hmm. but it ended up being, you know, a hit. So delivered tanning mousses to everybody. And then we opened back up, um, kept going. Um, and then about a year later, a year after my signing my lease, found out we had to move because the girl that was the main uh, person on the lease didn't want to be there anymore. Mm. She wanted to close her business down. So then I had to find another place. So thankfully um, I found a place that was like two miles away. It was another room inside of somebody else's like a laser spa kind of thing. And so, and then there were two girls there that did waxing And, um, so it was kind of a good little combo of, you know, services. So the good thing was, is I had a bigger room. Um, I was able to grow and, um, you know, I started a training program at this time. So I was able to do that. Then I started my own little product line and I did tanning mousse. Even though I swore I'd never do that. People loved it so much and they love it for touch ups. So I did that. So I have my own little tanning mousse. I've got the trainings. Um, but it, it was a difficult year because this is when I started like 2020 is kind of like when my personal life kind of started falling apart with my marriage. Um, hardest year of my life, 2020 for sure. And then 2021 was when I was, you know, filing for divorce and have to deal with that. And then the kids and, you know, all of that was really, really hard. And not only that, but in this particular salon that I, I was in, it's really hard sharing a space with other women that don't have the same vision as you, Mm -hmm. um, that don't have the, you know, the same, I don't know, just, it was just hard. I, cause I have, I have a vision of exactly how I want things to be. Mm -hmm. And I'm very easygoing. I'm very easy to work with. And I don't try to walk over all over anybody, but I, I just knew exactly what I wanted. And so, and then the other challenge was when I would be doing my trainings, we didn't have another room to do spray tans while I was training clients. And so I just knew I needed another room. I just knew. And so I'm like, here we go. I'm probably going to have to move again. Yeah. So, um, but I was able to grow. I was really able to grow during that time, which was a blessing. And, um, so I, I was getting my lashes done by this, this friend. And every time I would get my lashes done, we would talk about, well, gosh, it'd be so cool if we could team up and go open a salon somewhere. She's like, I could do lashes. You could do tans, but here in Frisco, you can't just rent like a tiny little spot with two rooms. You've got to go big or go home. They just, they don't have anything like that. And it's very, very expensive. Yeah. And there's a ton of people here now. It's like, it's the next Dallas. It's just crazy here. And there's spray tan artists popping up everywhere too. It's just, it's huge. (laughs) So, um, we started looking around. I almost signed a lease uh, in a really popular area in downtown Frisco on this cute little spot. I was this close to signing a lease that was extremely expensive. And um, I would have had to do a build out and everything. And that's right when I was like, I'm getting divorced. And so yeah, I was like, this is not, yeah, I was like, this, I can't. So anyway, I um, ended up holding off for about six months. And then um, it was like June of last year. I well, it was like May when we found it, but we found this spot. It had four rooms. I thought, okay, if I want to open this salon, I'm going to have to have a couple renters to help me afford it. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would have two rooms for us and then we'll have a lobby and a break, a break room and a seating room. And so we made it happen. And, um, it was, we didn't have to do a build out. Uh, so that was yeah. nice. We just painted the whole place to put in some flooring and here we are. It's been almost a year that I've had my salon. So it's, I mean, I probably left out a lot of details, but that's <laughs> kind of the gist of it. So, yeah. and hiring people, more people and all of that. So it's so cool to hear your story from like the very beginning all the way up to like how it took you literally like nine, eight, nine years for you to get mm-hmm. your own brick and mortar. Because I think a lot of people go into this and they're like, yeah, I'm going to learn how to spray tan. Okay. That's easy. But they don't realize like how much work <laughs> they have to do in terms of growing the business, in terms of understanding like money management and how to really get to the place where they can open up their own salon. Because I think mm-hmm. the vision is there for most people. I don't think anybody goes into this thinking like, I just want to do mobile chance for the rest of my life. I think most people right. have this vision of having a salon, but it does cost a lot of money. It takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of like knowledge, experience, mm-hmm. energy, and all of the things. And most importantly, like you have to be good with your money and your finances. Otherwise you can put yourself in a really bad situation. So one of the best things that I love about your story is that you baby stepped your way there. You knew like what you could take on financially and what didn't feel very comfortable for you. So for example, like talking about spray tanning in a closet, I did that. I spray tanned in like a little shower and the shower was like a closet and it was inside of a salon, but it worked. And I realized very quickly, like, okay, this isn't going to work for long because my clientele was growing. And so because of that, I was able to expand into a bigger room, which was really, really great. Um, But I was like you, I took like the little baby steps because I didn't want to take a huge chunk out. Like I've never taken out a loan for my business And that's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just my journey. And I didn't want to do that because I just was like too uncomfortable doing that. But, you know, now at this point in my life, like I realize how beneficial it is to be able to take out a loan if Mm -hmm. you want to kind of fast forward Mm -hmm. um, from say a mobile situation into a salon, Mm -hmm. but you also have to make sure you have your budgets in place and all of that. Hey, Sunless Babe, if you are looking for the best professional Sunless products to help you create a flawless tanning experience for your clients, I have got you covered. X-Tan Sunless products are specifically formulated for professional use with the highest quality ingredients and innovative technology to ensure a flawless, long-lasting tan for your clients. From our pre-tan prep to our post-tan care, we've got you covered with everything that you'll need to deliver an exceptional result every single time. Our line of sunless tanning solutions come in a range of shades to suit every skin tone so you can offer customized tans that perfectly match your client's preferences. And with our easy to use spray tan equipment, you'll be able to achieve an even streak-free coverage with minimal overspray. Don't just take our word for it, X-Tan Sunless products are trusted and recommended by spray tanning professionals all around the world. We're committed to helping you elevate your business and exceed your clients' expectations with our premium products. So why settle for anything less? Choose X-Tan Sunless products and experience the difference for yourself. Go to xtansunless.com today to place your order and take your spray tanning business to the next level. So 
Can you speak a little bit about like maybe some tips you have on money management or like making financial decisions when you decide to get into that next level of your business? Yeah. Um, so it's kind of ironic you're asking, cause I, I don't consider myself very good at money management, but I have to be somewhat okay at it because I've got here, but I, so I was really keeping an eye on my overall numbers every year and kind of saying, okay, this is how much we brought in. At what point do I feel like I could pay a big amount of rent? And so, and then how much do I need for my personal life? How much do I need for my overhead? And so it was just really just looking at those numbers every single year. Um, I didn't do this until I hit six figures and I probably wouldn't, and I wouldn't be able to because it's just, it's so expensive here. Um, I know other States have more affordable rents at, you know, which I, you know, you might be able to do it sooner. Um, and then one tip is like, if you use square and I know some of these, um, you know, there's probably other ones that do it, but I use square and they do have like, you can borrow money and I never do big ones. I'll do like little tiny chunks. And like you said, it's, it's a loan, but those are nice because they just take a little small percentage out of your daily sales. You don't even, you can't even really tell you're paying it off. And so I did one of those when we were moving in here to just cover like paint and these extras, because it was, I mean, it was probably like 10 grand to move in here without doing a build out which it doesn't seem like a lot, but it was because I was going through divorce and I'm raising three boys and you know, that's a lot of money. So I I got a little bit of help with the square and then it's paid off super fast, you know, because you're just, you don't even notice you're paying it. It takes it out of your daily sales. So that's, that's, um, you know, and I also looked at my clients tell how much am I growing every year? Um, I want to make sure that we're, we're close to fully booked. Um, I also knew that I wanted another, a couple other girls working with me. And so I want to help make sure that they have clients. Um, that's another part of it is having people work for you. You're obviously making money while you're sleeping too. You're, you're not here. You're, you know, doing family life. At least, you know, you've got residual income coming in that way. Um, you know, getting creative on different ways to make money, selling the products, um, doing my trainings. Um, I have a little Amazon shop. So people order little products, you know, doesn't do much, but you know, little bits here and there, it all kind of just adds up. Um, and yeah, just finding budgeted ways to do things as well. You know, I, I couldn't have a spray gone unit right away. You know, I had to like do a DIY spray unit. I had to like, you know, build my way up to certain things. Um, and then it just eventually over time, you start to see it all pay off. And yeah, I guess that's, Yes, that's it. But yeah, I think like prioritizing, right? Like I think everyone yeah. wants to like buy the biggest and best things. And honestly, mm -hmm. like you can literally start this business with like good training and a good equipment package for like $2,000 and yeah. comparing that to another business, typically in the U S it costs on average 30 to 40,000 to start a business. So knowing yeah. that you're going into something that's like very low risk to start up yeah. is incredible. I mean, I always tell my students like that are scared to invest $2,000. I'm like, come on, like, <laughs> Yeah. The worst that can happen is you say like, okay, I don't like seeing naked people. So I'm just going to stop spray tanning, <laughs> but at the yeah. very minimum, you should be able to make that back like the $2,000. And then oh, on yeah. top of that, you could sell your equipment to somebody if you decide not yes. to do it anymore. Yeah. That's what I love about this industry. You mm -hmm. can start small and work your way up. And then 
most people love it so much that they do, but yeah. And there's so yeah. many different like, um, revenue streams also like yeah. that you've created for yourself, Stevie, that, um, have helped you gain yeah. more revenue. So like, you know, you were mentioning the trainings and mm-hmm. creating your own product and then also having obviously like your salon and stuff. So it's yeah. really cool to be able to kind of think more expansively and say like, Hey, I'm not going to just do mobile spray tanning. I'm actually going to start introducing other products. And what I say to a lot of people, especially the people who are just starting or people who are just not selling retail product, like retail should be about 30% of your overall revenue. And if it's not, you're doing something wrong because your clients should be coming to you and you should be recommending the best products for them. Like everyone that's new should be leaving with a sunless safe shower gel, for example. Right. There's so much money being left on the table. And that's one of the reasons why people give up so soon or don't succeed in this business. Mm-hmm. And I use that term loosely, but like they give up uh-huh. because they're not making the revenue that they need to, but you need to figure out a way if you're going to sustain this business because there are high profit margins, but yes. you also need to like sell yourself. And I know that's so uncomfortable for some people. Yeah, it was for me. I had a really hard time pushing any products, but another thing we do is we do like little add-ons. So I know some spray tan artists like to lump everything into one. You get the full body powder and the CBD and all the things in one, and then they have one high price, but that doesn't work for my clientele. I have a lot of girls that come in that are just, you know, high schoolers. They want to tan for prom and they don't have a lot of money to spend. And then I have my big spenders who want all the add-ons and they want the, like the luxury solution. So I like to have, um, you know, you can start at the base tan or you can do, you know, we don't upgrade for a rapid. And then we have add-ons, we have CBD. And like, if you want to do your full body in powder, it's an extra $5, just little tiny things that you can kind of add to like, you know, and then it was hard at first to sell those things because I didn't want to sound salesy, but you're doing yourself them a disservice if you're not telling them, hey, if you put the CBD in your solution, you're going to be super moisturized. Your tan's going to fade better. It's going to last longer. You know, the powder is going to make you not so sticky. It's like a setting powder. You know, your tan doesn't transfer off as easy. Um, all, all these things, people are like, oh, yeah, of course. Like mm-hmm. they don't feel like you're, you know, being salesy. You're just telling them the truth. And then, you know, like today I have had a lady she's going to Spain and she's like, well, my tan's going to fade. I'm going to be there for two weeks. I'm like, well, then you need one of my tanning loose bottles. That's exactly why I have it and get the mitt to go with it. You know, it's just having like creative ways other than just, just your spray tan is really important, I think. And that's really worked well for us. And it's also like when I started, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't need it to be full-time. I had, you know, somebody that was providing at the time. Um, and so I was like, I'm just going to do it for fun. And I think that I had that on my side because I had time to kind of build the clientele. And then once, once the clientele started, it was big and I had a lot of referrals and a lot of my, na- I grew my name and my brand. That's when I got comfortable making it. Okay. I'm going to have a full-time job now. I'm going to put my everything into this. And so, Yeah. Like you said, it's just the process. You have to take baby steps. Absolutely. So So I have a question. Now, the other Mm -hmm. day you posted something on, I believe it's on Facebook, and it was saying how you had 100 appointments in that one Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. Obviously, this is probably like a busier time for you, I'm assuming. Um, but I thought that was incredible. Yeah. Like a hundred appointments in one week. I was like doing the math. I was like, that's really great money. Um, and so I'm curious to know, like, what do you feel like were maybe some of the main drivers to getting that many clients in a week? 
Um, honestly, having a lot of regulars and so many referrals. So we're probably 50% regulars, 50% new people. Also, Google. <laughs> Lots of referrals. And then Google mm-hmm. is like the number one way people find us. You have good SEO. Um, Google business, obviously, you know, maps is huge. Um, so, because I ask every single new client around us, and I want to know what's working. Um, social media, I think, the number one way that I've, I've been backing on posting a little bit. I've been busy. Busy season, I don't post as much because I don't have anyone do that for me yet. So, um, that's hard. But I don't feel like that's the one way people find us anymore. So, I Google. Um, but yeah, and obviously busy season. Like here in Frisco, it's, it's March to June. And mm. it tapers off. So yeah, 100 plus tans is usually what we do this time of year a week. Um, yeah, proms, graduation, vacations, weddings, all things on here. <laughs> That's awesome. So you were breaking up just a little bit. So I'm just going to kind of recap what I got from that. Um, so what she was saying is about 50% are new clients, 50% are referrals. So her referral system's really good. Um, obviously she's been in business for a long time. So like Google, my business has helped a lot. So anytime that um, anybody Googles her name or not her name, but like spray tanning in Frisco, for example, her name will pop up at the top. And you said that SEO really helped. So like on site SEO. So if you guys have a website, um, learning a little bit about SEO will definitely help. Or if you guys work with happy tans, um, you know, grant will be able to help you with SEO as well. And if you don't know about happy tans, you can always go to happytans.com forward slash Kelly. And there's some information about how he works with spray tanning clients and even other beauty business professionals as well. So I think that's amazing. Yeah. hundred, yeah. I mean, hundred appointments in a week, like that's incredible. Obviously, like it would be really hard for somebody to do that on their own, I think, but because you have a team, it's really it's really good that you're able to have that support. Yeah. I remember doing 25 tans in one day when I was in San Diego and I seriously about freaking died. <laughs> died. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I remember being in my garage and not having any help. And my most I did in one week was 85 tans by myself wow. in one week. Yeah. So now it's like, thankfully I have my little girl, my husband's like come in here and they help me out. Um, cause I couldn't do that. Now. I'm 40 now. There's no way I can do any spray dance in a week. I would die. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot on your body. Like you're inhaling this stuff. Right. So even with the mask on, I mean, I still struggle sometimes. So it's always like best to have like really great ventilation, um, wear a mask, you know, make sure that you're protected as a spray tanning artist, because oftentimes we just don't even think about ourselves, but you're the one inhaling this stuff, even if it's organic and natural and all that stuff, but you're inhaling a foreign, you know, substance into your body. You don't want to do that on a consistent basis. So at least like protect yourself as much as possible. So Stevie, I want to thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. Um, this is so cool and so fun to get to know a little bit more about your story and to see you grow year after year, even through your personal struggles, like has been really inspiring. So for those who, um, of the listeners who want to reach out to you, where can they find you? Uh, Instagram is probably the best. It is bronzed babes tans. Um, so babes with an S and tans with an S. 
Yes. Perfect. So at bronze babe stands, and we'll go ahead and put that in the comments as well. So you guys can uh, check her out and DM her, let her know that you listened to her story. And if you have any questions about her journey, feel free to reach out. She is so sweet. She won't bite you. I promise. <laughs> thank you, Stevie. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you for having me, Kelly. It's an honor. Of course. We appreciate you guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Beauty Business Bays podcast, where we dive deep into the world of beauty and the business behind it all. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and gained some valuable insights to help you thrive in this industry. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review to let us know what you think. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover, reach out on the Beauty Business Babes Facebook group. You can go to Facebook and search Beauty Business Babes and you'll find us there with over 11,000 other beauty professionals. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams and remember that with hard work and dedication, you too can be a successful beauty business babe.